Hello, friends. Welcome to the Spots of Time podcast with me, your host, Kim Scott. Thank you for joining in for just a little inspiration to empower hope and healing for yourself and for others. So let's get started. Happy New Year. This is the time of the year, every year, (laughs) when my friends and family ask me about making resolutions. What about you? Have you outlined your resolutions for 2024 yet? And what do you think? Will you stay true to them and make them happen? Well, did you know that every year, 87% of American adults make resolutions? But by the end of January, more than 50% of these individuals will fail to keep their resolution. Well, let me tell you, (laughs) I definitely added to this statistic for most of my life. How about you? But the truth of the matter is, without an intentional reflection on how we want to grow and what we want to accomplish each year, we end up as stagnant individuals. But how about one word? Do you think you could maintain focus and intention with just one word for the entire year? Well, that's what I'm reflecting on and sharing in this episode I'm calling New Year, New Word. So for years, since I was probably about 16 years old, I made resolutions for every new year. And they ran the gamut from losing weight and working out. Well, (laughs) let's be honest. (laughs) That was always one of my resolutions. But I also made resolutions to write my book, to pray daily, to find a new job, save money, to read more, to have more balance, to get organized. Now, I could go on and on, and maybe I've hit some of your resolutions. Honestly, though, I don't think I have ever intentionally met any of the resolutions I set for myself. We even started setting family resolutions that we gave up within weeks of the new year. Well, eventually, I just stopped making formal resolutions. I just kind of thought, how do I want to be different next year? How do I want to grow and be better? But that just seemed to lack focus and attention. And it didn't give me the determination I needed. 
Well, in the summer of 2016, in one of my Amazon searches, I came across a little book called One Word That Will Change Your Life. Well, that title intrigued me. We'll include the title and the author of this book in the show notes. But I thought, that's a fairly brave statement. One word that will change your life. Well, I wanted to know what the one word was, so I bought and read the book. And I learned that the one word comes from within each individual. And what really resonated with me was that the writers included a spiritual aspect to discovering your word. Part of the process is asking God to inspire the word he wants you to focus on. I love that. Now, even though we were halfway through the year, I decided to make this the theme of a retreat that I gave in September of that year. I thought, well, September's kind of the start of a new year, right? School starts up, summer comes to an end. So I thought it was good timing. The process laid out in the book included three simple steps. The first is to unplug. Now, coming from my spiritual leadership perspective, I totally got this. We need to be still, to silence ourselves so that we can hear not only our thoughts, but also the voice of God. They say that God's native language is silence. And I love the story of Elijah, who desperately needed to hear God's voice. We find the story in the first book of Kings, chapter 19. And we hear that Elijah listened for God's voice first in the strong wind, but God's voice wasn't there. And then in an earthquake, but there was no voice. And then in a fire, but still there was no voice. And then Elijah heard God's voice as a gentle whisper. Until we quiet the noise in our minds and in our lives, we won't be able to hear the gentle whisper of God's voice. So step one is to unplug from the noise of our lives. And then once you're in that place of stillness, you ask yourself and reflect on three questions. Question one. What do I need? Now, this is keeping in mind the crucial difference between what 
I need and what I want. What areas in your life need the most change? Question two, what's in my way? What are the obstacles to getting what you need? Question three, what needs to go? What do you need to let go of that is no longer serving you? Perhaps busyness, bitterness, brokenness. What narrative needs to change to get you to where you need to be? We'll include these questions in our show notes and on our website. Now, the reflection and the answers to these questions get you closer to your word. So what's left? The third step, asking God. God, what do you need of me? What do you want to change in me? And how do you want to use me for your glory? That's it. That's the process of discovering your one word. So I thought I would share my process with you as I worked to determine my word for 2024. So hopefully it will inspire you to discover what your word is. And I want you to know as you're listening to how I went through the process that, you know, I do my very best to live, to live out what I, what I talk about, you know, walk the talk. And often I choose topics that I need to hear, that I need to practice. So by no means am I a sage on a stage. I am working, walking, I'm walking this journey of becoming as well. So I usually begin the process sometime in the late fall, usually around Thanksgiving. But this year I took a morning in early November and I sat outside on our front patio, kind of my way of unplugging so that I could work through the questions. So I'm going to share with you what I wrote in my journal. So question one, what do I need? Well, I wrote, my needs are simple. I need income right now. I'm doing my best to trust in God's promises that he knows my needs and he hears my cries and will not forsake me. Maybe I just need to ask, seek, and knock. I need for my podcast this project that I'm putting my entire self into. I need it to be successful and hopefully to lead 
to income. Question two, what's in the way? I wrote self-doubt. Am I good enough? That's always the question that gets in my way. I wrote worry and fear. How can we sustain living off of our savings? And unfortunately, these feelings and thoughts are getting in the way of my focus and my creativity. Question three, what needs to go? Well, the first thing I wrote were thoughts of regret about leaving a job that I had at the Archdiocese of Las Vegas. Even though it wasn't serving me, even though it was causing kind of a low-grade depression, I have thoughts of regret, and I need to let that go. I also need to let go of self-sabotaging messages, like all the trash talk I, I say about myself. And then, of course, worry and doubt need to go. Now, at this point in the process, usually words start coming to mind. And the words that immediately came to mind, I wrote down in my journal, were financial success, unleashed, adventure, inner peace, and power. So I wrote these down, but then I moved on to step number three. I asked God, what do you want to do in me and through me? Well, this part of the process took a few days. And as it usually does, it hit me like a ton of bricks, as they say. Well, most mornings, I start the day with a little quiet time. I usually read the scriptures, or I either read or listen to a few inspiring messages from thought leaders that I follow. And then I just sit and ask God to talk to me. Well, one morning that week, I read a reflection about the Apostle Thomas and how he didn't believe the others when they told him that Jesus had risen and had visited them. And he was emphatic. He told them, no, I will not believe until I touch the wounds on Jesus' hands and put my hand in his side. Wow. Well, that's some disbelief, right? (laughs) I mean, after walking with Jesus and being taught by him for three years, he either didn't believe or didn't understand the promise that Jesus had made before he died, that in three days he would rise. But then Jesus shows up again. 
and Thomas is there. And he calls Thomas forward and invites him to touch his hands and his side. And then Thomas responds with what is called the shortest and most profound profession of faith. My Lord and my God. Well, this reflection stayed with me the entire week. I couldn't shake it. And I just kept saying, when, whenever I felt worried or, or was doubtful, I just kept saying, my Lord and my God. That kind of became my, my mantra, my prayer. Well, then a few days later, I was talking with someone, not really a friend, more of an acquaintance. And she was asking about my podcast. And I said, if I could just stay out of my head <laughs> and let go of all the doubt. And she said, oh, have I a sermon you need to hear? So she sent me the link. And days later, I sat down and listened to it. Now, would you believe the sermon was about Thomas? Yes. That's right. I said it. <laughs> the sermon was about Thomas. And the minister in the sermon talked about how over and over again, we doubt God. And he asked the audience, the people he was talking to, has God ever created a miracle in your life? Well, of course he has. I could think of several times when God has made a miracle in my life. Well, then he went back to the story of Thomas and he said, you know, in three years, for sure, Thomas saw Jesus heal the sick, cast out demons, feed the crowd of 5,000 with just a few bits of food. And still, Thomas would not believe. Then the minister read the scripture verse of Jesus showing up and showing Thomas his wounds. And then Jesus says to Thomas, Stop doubting and believe. Wow, those words struck a chord. I wrote them down. I know what God wants to do in me and through me. But for that to happen, for me to be able to empower hope and healing through my voice and the work that I do, I have to heed Jesus' advice. Stop doubting and believe. Now, what's uncanny about picking a word? It's kind of like when you buy a new car, right? And all of a sudden, you see that same car everywhere. Has that happened to you? I remember when we bought our Buick SUV. I had I'd never seen that car on the road. 
And all of a sudden, I saw the car everywhere. Well, for me, the same is true with my one word. It seems every year when I land on my word, I see it and I hear it everywhere. And I think it's almost like God saying to me, yes, this is your word, the word you need to focus on this year. Well, for 2024, my word is belief. Friends, God has given me so many reasons to believe him. First and foremost, the the love story that he has written just for me, just for you. It is filled with promises and examples of his faithfulness. And as I look at my life, there are countless times when God has shown up and has given me no reason to doubt, and yet every reason to believe. So this year, 2024, I believe that God has not brought me to this space and place to abandon me. I believe that God is going to use me for his glory so that all will come to believe in him as well. I believe that resources will be opened up for me and projects will come my way as a means of income. I believe that God will continue to inspire my thoughts and that the Spirit will generate ideas for new topics to continue empowering hope and healing. What's your word? You know, there is a laser focus, a very specific vision in choosing just one word. And I believe that God has a word meant just for you. So take a few spots of time and work through the process. Unplug, discern by answering the questions, and then ask God. And once you discover your word, write it everywhere. Make it your desktop wallpaper or your phone wallpaper so that you can see it every day. Write it on a sticky note and put it wherever it is you're going to look at it every day. Share the word with those that are closest to you and those who will gently remind you of your word if and when you lose focus. And I believe that once you discover your word, you'll begin to see it and hear it everywhere. Choosing an inspired and intentional word for your year can change your life.
It's a new year. What does God want to do in you and through you in 2024? What does God want to change in you? And how does God want to use you for his glory? One word is enough to give you the direction, the guidance, the passion, and the power to transform your life. Happy 2024. I wish you an abundance of blessings and grace with your one word. This is the Spots of Time podcast, which is produced and hosted by me, Kim Scott. I invite you to go to our website, spotsoftime.net, and leave a comment about today's episode. What resonated? Did you hear anything that inspired you? And if we have inspired you today, you can support our work and help us continue producing this podcast by hitting the donate button on our website. You can listen to Spots of Time for free on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and invite your friends. Also, follow us on Instagram at Spots of Time Podcast. Production support website development, and social media management by Alexis Jones. Our music, entitled Spots of Time, was written by Michael Upward. Until next time, empower hope and healing.